Also, I want to encourage you tonight around um, aligning your lives um, in, the, in the realm or aligning your life or living into fulfillment. And what, I, what I mean by that is this, is that Jeremiah, and Michelle, here we are, aligning with fulfillment. Jeremiah, his first vision, this amazing prophet, I don't know if you remember this, he says, the Lord says to him after he said, you know, he touched him and his words were in his mouth. He said, what do you see? He said, I see an almond, which in the Hebrew sounds like the word watching. I see an almond branch. And then the Lord said to me, you've seen well, for I'm watching over my word to perform it. The most sure thing on planet earth. It's not the great leaders. It's not the great. The, the most sure thing is that God is watching over his word to perform it. The most predictable place is centering yourself in the Word of God. I'm, I'm making my plug for the Word of God right now. God is watching. Yahweh, maker of heaven and earth, is watching over his Word, and he's locked in on performing it. So if you ever needed a motivation of why to read your Bible and memorize promises, there it is. If you're like living in, and some people are emotionally living in the hope of how much money they're going to make, what what house, you know what I mean? If you're living, I'm just, it's shaky sand. You don't know what's going to come and what's going to go in your life. But what you can know for sure is that God is going to fulfill his word. And this is why Matthew, Matthew is just locked in. You read the gospel of Matthew, he's just over and over. And this happened to fulfill. And this happened to fulfill. Nine times I think it's written, he has written, okay? And it's this perfect tense. It's those verses. Anybody that wants to, I don't know if you can take a picture, we'll send these notes out. But these verses over and over, it is written, it is written, it is written. That's all Matthew's concerned about. I mean, he wants to show you the Messiah, but he wants to show you the Messiah on the stage of the promises from the Word of God. I think it's 13 times or something. I'm not sure we have that, Michelle. I can't remember that it'll say, and this happened to fulfill. And this was fulfillment. Let's see how many times. Did I get a number up there? 12. <laughs> it's close. 12 times is this and it fulfilled. So I love Matthew. I, John's pretty close for me, but Matthew's about my favorite gospel. Is it's just one, like just after, it's just rolling how, and this happened to fulfill. This happened to fulfill. You can have that experience in your life. If you will center yourself in Bible verses, in the Word of God, there's prophecy over you because you're a covenant person. So Romans 8.28 has fulfilled, this happened to fulfill in Sam's life. This thing that was evil worked out to good. I've had that happen multiple times. And it wasn't like, oh, good luck. It was like, I've got a promise over my life. Does that make sense? And I've rooted myself in it, prayed it, meditated it, got it deep in my heart to where I'm just in a place of expectancy waiting for God's word to be fulfilled. And so I, I hope you're getting yourself in that place. Paul is going to have the same kind of mentality when he'll say in Ephesians 1, 9, and 10, this mystery was kind of kept hidden. It was a secret for a long time. But then when the times have reached their fulfillment, okay, he's going to bring everything in heaven and earth under one head, even Christ. And so the reason I'm sharing this with you is I don't want to enter. We, we've got to get beyond the Bible being optional in our lives. I am a teacher guy. I love Bible. I loved it since I was 10 by the grace of God. But I don't think, just like I don't think prayer is a gift of the Spirit, I don't think Bible reading is a gift of the Spirit. I think every believer, the 
glory of that book. Give me, I want to hold my book. The glory of the book. The book anointed and inspired by the Holy Spirit. The book that people were burnt at the stake for and bled for. This book. Generations died. Heroes died so you could have this book in 50 versions on your shelves. And they, they, they preserved it, and the Holy Spirit preserved it, and angels worked to preserve it. And I just want to encourage you. I don't want to produce guilt right now. I want to produce a dynamic hunger in you of, oh, my gosh, God's watching over these words to perform them. And then are you buoying yourself in the center of these words? Are you getting in them to where you're believing for their fulfillment? You're praying the word of God. You're saying the word of God. You're preaching the word of God, whatever it be. We, that's what we're doing. I'm trying to get our guys to, and worship folks to sing through the book of Psalms. I love all the prophetic songs and new phrases that come. It's wonderful. But we want to sing the Bible. Amen? We want to sing the Bible. And so we're trying to get where we're singing it. Aaron's helped me while it's been so great in us. We've twice read through the whole Bible as a state and said it out loud. And when we did it, damage was done to the kingdom of darkness because it's active and living and full of power. And so I want to just pray for you now and make a plead for you. And I know this is very basic, but I'm hoping, I, I, it's weird to me when I see people not living with prophetic hope with the scriptures, not thinking of it like this supernatural dynamic. Uh, here's my experience. I just got to say it. I never was told to read the Bible, ever. I, I don't know if Tim was. Tim, did you ever? I never. Oh, I told him. Yeah, yeah, right. So that did not work well with what I'm talking about. Anyway, so we just weren't, we were in and out of church, and our family was kind of, you know, and so I just never, ever had that. So some of you have, is my point. And you've had that thing, like somebody put that thing on you, and you're trying to get out from under it, or it's like the, the don't sin thing, and then you want to sin, you know, when the law came. And I'm sorry for that. But you got to get out from underneath that. But when you get out from underneath, it doesn't mean you get away from it. And the Lord wants us to live in the, in the Word of God. The prayer movement needs to be based in the Word of God. We've said from the beginning that the prayer movement, we wanted the language of it not to be prophetic language, which I love, prophetic language, but to be the Bible. This is how all streams will unite, is when the Bible is the language of the prayer movement. And we we're praying prophetic promises with power and with great hope. And so, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for a revival in the Word of God all over this room. I'm asking, Holy Spirit, 1 John 2, 16, 19, you, you're the, anoint, the most anointed teacher on the planet. And I'm praying that you would enliven the Word of God in people's lives. I pray that they could begin to walk in a dynamic, prophetic place with the Scriptures. They would begin to grab promises and expectation would rise for fulfillment. And they would start seeing circumstance after circumstance happen in their lives, and they can say, this happened to fulfill. This happened to fulfill that promise. My God will supply all my needs. So, Lord, I pray, even all across this room, for a quickening of hunger for the Bible, a deeper respect, a higher regard. You know, said this before, and you know it, but when Jesus defeated the devil in Matthew 4 and Luke 4, starving to death in the desert, what did he use, everybody? 
scriptures, tell me what book? Deuteronomy. Jesus took Deuteronomy and defeated the enemy of the whole human race. Deuteronomy 6, Deuteronomy 8. He picked Bible verses and rammed it into the heart. I mean, it's just amazing. That uh, up your value for Bible. I know how you beat the devil. Listen, listen. That's haunting your mind with funky thoughts on a regular basis. It's not going to be because you change your mind and think about something other. You've got to get the Bible in your brain. And get the Bible talking back and thinking along the lines of the word of God. The spirit of God moves along the lines of the word of God. And that's why it's called the sword of the spirit. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, I really do want to minister on this and be a serious thing. But how, how many of you have had warfare on your life to keep you away from the Bible? I'm asking if you'll stand up, not just raise your hand. Really quick, really quick. You've had warfare in your life. Cause funk about the Bible, either just personal life or whatever it be. So y'all that are sitting down, that are alive in this, would you join me to pray for all of these slackers that are standing? We love you. We love you. We totally love you. Appreciate you. You're honored. Father, thank you. Hey, Aaron Wallace, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Quick, 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 run, 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 run. I don't feel like I have grace for this prayer. You're going to be, Aaron will be way more anointed to pray this for everybody. All right. <laughs> Let's pray. Father God, there's nothing else that we need to say but your word. Your word is truth, and your word says uh, that the spirit, uh, your spirit leads us into all truth, and we know that's your word. And so, Father, uh, we know that your word searches our hearts. And we know, Jesus, that when your word searches our hearts, it refines us and it purifies us. And, Lord, it doesn't mean that every moment of every minute, Father, that we're not sometimes struggling through and groaning. And you even said that the Spirit groans on our behalf when we don't know what to say. And so for those that are standing right now, God, and those that are just saying that there have been moments and seasons in life where it's been tough and there's been struggle and there's been difficulty in your word, however they've wrestled with that, Jesus. I pray that that is that they're wrestling in their spirit, almost like Jacob when he wrestled, Father, and, and he's going to know that you are going to win. You're going to overcome, Lord. And I pray that this wrestling is truly hearts that are groaning, saying, I just, I want to know you more. I don't want my opinion of your word. I don't want to be right and search the scriptures to be right. I want your truth. I'm not looking to prove my, I want your truth. And so, Father, whatever the wrestling and the groaning and the difficulties have been, Father, we're asking that this would, and I think we've said it before, that this would be the year of the Lord's word going forth. And we're asking, God, for a greater anointing that as we read your word, Father, and we pray your word and we proclaim your word, we see it happen in our everyday lives, Lord, the way it plays out. And so, Holy Spirit, we just pray right now in this moment. That you would close the eyes of the flesh and open the eyes of the spirit in every one of us. That when we read your word, it reads us. And transforms us afresh and anew. In Jesus' name.